Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC, offering a broad range of cardiac and vascular treatments in our community. More information is available at upmc.com slash centralpaheart. Welcome to The Spark. I'm Anaya Falcon. The Young Professionals of Color Harrisburg is hosting an event called Black News Beat, where they aim to uncover the hidden gems within central Pennsylvania by showcasing poetry, music, and activism. Melissa Wilson is one of the hidden gems that YPOC is highlighting during their event Wednesday. She's a Harrisburg singer-songwriter who was nominated for the Best R&B Artist for the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame Award. She is the owner of a salon called Hair Crush in Harrisburg and is passionate about black hair, beauty, and fashion. Melissa joins us on The Spark today to share her story. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. So, Melissa, tell me a little bit about your story and how you gained a passion for singing and songwriting. Well, I uh, grew up around music. Um, everyone knows my mom, Diane Wilson. She's a um, big singer here in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I'm the youngest of the four, and I've actually always been the shy one that didn't really want to sing. Um, I was more so into songwriting. Um, so this past year, my family was just like, you need to get out there and do something. You have a beautiful voice. You can write. So that's what got me into the whole songwriting thing. And I love R&B music. So that's that was my goal <laughs> to bring that back. And you talked about being shy. I I don't get that at all from your music. So how did you overcome that to, you know, bring out that confidence? Um, I do have a lot of people around me that love me and that um believe in me and they would like push me. So like um my first performance alone was my listening party. Um and my family, they all sat up on the stage with me, but they made me do it. <laughs> They're like, sing the song um, because you can. So that I, I pushed myself because I, I know I have a gift. It's just my nerves used to really get the best of me. And sometimes still do. <laughs> you were nominated for the Best R&B Artist Award for the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame. What was your reaction when you found out about this? I was super surprised. I actually didn't even know I was nominated until... Um, uh, Derek Green from the Green Room, he is, he produced a lot of my music, um, but he was like, did you know you were nominated? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Um, I wasn't, I didn't see the tag or anything on Facebook, but once I seen it, I was like so happy and so grateful that, um, you know, it was a lot of people in, in the categories and I'm like, oh my God, they chose me as one out of about 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> I know to have high points in your life like that, it oftentimes comes with low points and challenges. What were some of the challenges that you had to overcome? I, I know you overcame uh, being shy, but what were some others? Well, I am a single mom. So I would say challenges would be, I, I, I was super busy between working, um, you know, running my business and um, taking care of my kids. I got a son in college. Um, I had to find time to write. So sometimes I would wait and come home and hang in the bathroom <laughs> because of the acoustic sound and just write my music. It I think it took me about six, seven months to write, but um, that would have been, that was a challenge. 
I noticed that in your song, Promise, you are very confident. As I mentioned before, in in your music, you uh, seem to be very assertive. And in this song in particular, uh, you're assertive in your pursuit of a man that you're singing about. Not uh, So tell me a little bit about that song and the story behind it. Um, well, I didn't, I had to, when I started writing the music, I had to figure out what, what my lane was, um, um, what I wanted my sound to be. And I wanted to shy away from um, talking bad about men or, you know what I mean? I didn't want that sound. I wanted more of like a more uplifting people in general, whether it was your man, whether it was um, women, whether it was, you know, uh, young girls, young men. So that was where the song Promise came from. I just wanted to, um, you know, let the fellas know that, you know, they could be loved too. Sometimes they could have, um, you know, stress and issues too, and we got to hear them out as well. Why was why is that important right now uh, to make sure that your music is uplifting? Um, well, I, do, I mean, we all live in the same world, so I'm sure we all see the same things. And a lot of times um, what we see on social media, you know, that's a big plays a big um, role in like our youth or in our community in general. So I, um, I think that more uplifting music, positive music um, was just the way to go. Um, especially what everyone loves R&B. So I didn't want to make a lot of sad R&B songs, um, more so like, you know, good, uplifting R&B music. Let's take a listen to your song, Promise. Okay. I what you used to. Ain't gonna be vindictive when it comes to you. Come and pour it all on me. I know being a man comes with a lot of pride at times Feel like the world ain't on your side Oh yeah I'm the type to keep you motivated When you're frustrated to keep on trying Can I have a key to your heart? Unlock the door to your secret Let me in, I won't judge I'ma keep my pride We just listened to Promise by Melissa Wilson. Melissa, that was just beautiful. I was just bobbing my head <laughs> here in the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Is there Thank a you. real story behind that song? Well, it's not really, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a real story, but um, I have a son and um, I know that sometimes he goes through stuff. So I would hope that whoever he's dating or would, would treat him with, with care. <laughs> you know what I mean? So no, it's not it's not a particular story behind it, no. You're you have a very soothing voice and the instrumentals that you include in your song seems to be perfect for relaxation or a wind down. Is that intentional? Yes. <laughs> yes. I always say I like to sound I, I want to bring a bop. Just like a slow bop, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear another one of your songs called Mr. Low Key.
just listened to Mr. Low Key by Melissa Wilson. Melissa, tell me about this song and the inspiration behind it. This song, so we I found the beat. Well, we I have a writing partner, which is my significant other. We found the beat and we were both just like bopping to the beat. And I started writing and I just started thinking about when you're like single um, and you're just out and you're chilling. But that one guy walks in and he's real chill and he's real relaxed and he's real low key. So that's where the Mr. Low Key came from. But he catches your attention and you have good conversation. And uh, it, it, it put me in the, the mindset of being out in a lounge with your homegirls. <laughs> so that's where that song came from. You mentioned your writing partner is your significant other. How is that process to write love songs with with a loved one? Well, he's a because he's a writer too. I think that's where our connection is. Um, we both have that in common, and he's a he's a, a, a great writer. So a lot of times I'll write, and then he'll be like, "Do this, try this." But um, he's a good listener to to the. So he gives me like if I write something and it's like not really that good, I have that honest <laughs> opinion right there. <laughs> that's always great. Uh-huh. Not only are you passionate about music, but you're also passionate about hair, beauty, f- and fashion. So tell yes. me about where that passion came from and the work that you do with Hair Crush. Well, I, my mom, like I said, my mom was a, is, was a huge singer, but she also did hair. So I grew up in a hair salon. I always was the wash girl. So I watched, um, I watched her own multiple salons. And I think that's where the passion of doing hair um, came from. My grandma was a seamstress. My sister is a seamstress and I'm a big seamstress in Harrisburg. So that's where the eye of fashion, I think, um, is coming from. And um, I have a medical background. So I think I just have that whole, I like to see people happy Hmm. type thing. So when I do their hair and they're happy, it like makes me feel good. You're an advocate for helping Black women in particular to shine in all of these areas of beauty. Why is that important in today's day and age with the challenges people of color face? Well, I think it's I think it's important because um, a lot of times people don't see beauty in, in, in our community. They don't see beauty in herself, depending on their their skin complexion or what's being told to them. Uh, on social media or what's the the image of beauty. Um, A lot of people, if they don't look like that, they don't think that they're beautiful. So then it it could cause depression. It could cause all types of issues. So I just want to uplift people and let them know you're beautiful regardless. It doesn't matter what color you are. It's all about what's on the inside. Um, You got to be confident within yourself. Like you have to. So that's my whole goal. Did you always think that way? Yes, I would say that anybody that knows me would say like I was always straightforward and I always thought I was cute. I always thought I was smart. I always and if I I, I couldn't figure out how to do something, I was going to find out. I always help people. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a gem right there for sure. And Dr. Kamika, I know you wanted to highlight uh, one of these gems within central Pennsylvania within your uh, event called Black News Beat that's coming up. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, absolutely. So first, I'm so thankful to be sitting here with um, Melissa Wilson. I I think I've played her album on Spotify probably on repeat for like a month and a half when it first came wow. out in the summer. <laughs> um, and Mr. Lowkey was one of the one of the jams and really puts you in that mood of just, you know, j- exactly what you said. You could picture it. And I love a good storytelling album. So people who can write the way that she does, instant hit with me, instant follow, instant support. 
Um, so that is something that's one of the reasons why I was scared to approach her because the Wilsons are like big time in, in this area, huge. Um, and everyone knows that. So I was kind of like, you know, nervous. And imagine that, right? Everyone's like, oh, not you. Oh, yes, me. So I, um, Melissa opened up for um, Dave Hollister in November, uh, uh, Handles and Samson Entertainment. A uh, shout out to them, brought Dave Hollister. 112 was there that night too, I think, Melissa. Or yes. Slim from 112. And I saw them before the show and I was like, and I would love for you guys to be on the show. Like, just kind of shot, shot my shot there. And, Perfect opportunity. Right? And right. so, um, and then followed up later, you know, in her DMs, as we are wont to do in this age. And she said yes. And it's a delight to have someone like her um, on the show tomorrow because... This show, The Black News Beat, is all about showcasing the hidden gems um, of Harrisburg. And really, I'm a, I'm a place and space researcher by training. And it's really important for me to, for people to feel good about the space that they're in and understand what is in the space and place that they're in. Because as you make good meaning in space and place, that space and place affects you in a different way. And it, it, it gives you more positive relationships with your space and place and the people that are in it. Um, so this is why the show is important. This is why having guests like Melissa on the show was important. It's important also because of where we are. We're at Open Stage Theater in downtown Harrisburg. Um, uh, Black News Beat is a, a um, partnership between Open Stage and Young Professionals of Color. So that's part of why we are doing it. And I'm very excited about tomorrow. (laughs) Dr. Kamika, you mentioned that the Wilsons are very big in Harrisburg. Melissa, can you talk to me a little bit about the Wilsons for those who may not know? Yeah. So my mom, Diane Wilson, like I said, she, she's a a big singer in Harrisburg. She, um, she birthed four, four young ladies that can all sing. (laughs) We sing, our kids sing, Anissa sing, nephew sing. Um, my sister Kiwana, she has a church which she is, she leads sings there. My sister Lakia Wilson, she she does a lot of um, singing at the singers lounge, a lot of live performances. So um, I didn't I didn't know we were that big, Kamika, but thank you. Oh, very big, very big. <laughs> so who are some of the other artists mm-hmm. uh, that are participating in Black News Beat? So Black News Beat, um, we're actually going into our third season. Um, we're an infotainment late night style talk show. And so we've had artists from all over Harrisburg and the region. Um, we have had Mika 3K on the show. She's one of my favorite rappers slash singers. We have had um, artist jo- jo- Josh Ardisalvi on the show. Um, tomorrow we feature, we usually feature one artist per show. And then we also have two amazing um, women on the show as well. Venus Ricks will be on the show tomorrow. Um, uh, actually just resigned from the state of Pennsylvania and is going to be talking about her new ventures out in the world. And we also have that cupcake lady, Alicia Perry, on the show, um, who is um, an event planner and uh Dessert creator extraordinaire. <laughs> um, and so a lot of the folks that I'm talking about and and that are on the show, I mean, they come from as far as like, I've had people come from Brooklyn. I've had District 16. He's another rapper. Came from Brooklyn and be on the show. I've had um, Nadina um, Acapella on the show. There's been, we have had over 100 guests by wow. now. And that to me is just a testament to one, the need for something like this to showcase, you know, the talent and just beauty 
and sh and everything that exists here, the richness, and then two to the fact that people really like to have fun. It's a fun space. People love coming. It's always a vibe, um, and it's just a beautiful way to commune with each other. Um, I always have my guests invite their people to come and support them. Um, it's a if it's because of that one thing. I, I I stress it. I'm like, bring your people, bring your people, bring your friends, because. That creates such a loving, beautiful environment when there are people there intentionally to support you and lift you up. And it makes you feel wonderful. I mean, we are big time, okay? <laughs> the set is amazing. The The staff at Open Stage is amazing. The happy hour before is amazing. Um, it's just a great time. What's the importance of communing together after a global pandemic? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so one of the things about this show that is so interesting is we started in the middle of the pandemic. We started in August 2020. I started as a short um, spot on my friend Chris Gibson's show, My Talented Friends Live, which they've since paused. And we were trying to showcase the good news, really showcase the good news, have another outlet um, where people could talk about the good things that were happening and talk about it in a way that uplifted black and brown folks and also push back on some narratives that people were forming about black and brown people in the community that were kind of just one-sided. And so... Like what? Oh, well, um, <laughs> we we had... And I'll, I'll... We've had several, several things, but where's what's one that I could think of? Maybe I'll come back to that question because there are, are a couple and I try to... I try to especially lift up black black and brown women on the show, lift up... Um, black men on the show because the, a lot of the narratives I think are just one-sided. People talk about um, black and brown folks in a way that I think privileges the if it leads, it bleeds if it bleeds, it leads kinds of narrative where if it's like this kind of like hate farming, propaganda style stuff, that leads. But if you kind of like parse out the details and look a little deeper into the issue um, you'll find there are real humans leading real lives behind these stories that you 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 aren't getting to see in, in, in certain outlets in that way. Um, and I'll leave, um, like I said, I want to leave some of the stuff nameless because as soon as I name the story, people are going to be like, oh, are you talking about? Nope, don't want to do that. But <laughs> yes, definitely want to, you know, to highlight that, yes, we are definitely talking about our our folks and our people in a more positive way, especially black women. And I think black women are the butt of jokes in a lot of media and I don't like that, <laughs> honestly. And so uplifting black and brown women, uplifting artists, um, uplift, up, uplifting what I think people see as regular people's stories is really important. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. We're, in our, we're going into our third season in Black History Month on purpose. And it has been nothing but amazing every single time. And that community piece is what I think keeps it amazing. People coming together, celebrating each other. Hmm. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about uh, your people uh, in, at, with the Young Professional of Color Harrisburg mm -hmm. uh, coming together for events for Juneteenth and what's what's on the horizon. Oh, yes. So thank you for um, also asking about that. So we actually just had our training last night, our Juneteenth HBG training. 
um, for 2023. We are planning a slate of events. Shout out to WITF for sponsoring last year with some media spots and giving us some coverage. We thank you very much. Uh, it was it was a beautiful year last year. We kicked off our new year in in new year in September, and we're going to have a slate of events. The same same and better, I should say. We're going to have our concert again. We're going to have the conference hack. Um, is going to be hosting us. Um, so we have a slate of beautiful events for everyone. We're looking forward to Paint Noir and Black Theater Cafe and and working with our, our partners around the region. So, And if people are interested in learning about these events, including uh, Black News Beat, how mm-hmm. can they do so? Absolutely. So you can hit us up um, to see all of the upcoming shows and guests and different information about our guests on the web page, blacknewsbeat.com, also on Facebook and Instagram, same for Juneteenth HBG. You can look for the Young Professionals of Color page, ypoc-hbg.org. We also have juneteenthhbg.com. And you can always inbox us, ask us any questions. You can also hit us up at info at ypoc-hbg.org if you would like to be involved. Melissa, out of curiosity, I want to ask, when do you find out if you'll win the Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame Award? And how can people keep up with you? Yes, actually, uh, let me look it up. I there, We find out the date of the show, and I believe it's March 30th. And um, they can get their, they can vote at www.cpmhof.com forward slash awards. Awesome. We've been speaking with Melissa Wilson, singer, songwriter, and owner of Hair Crush LLC, and Dr. Kamika Campbell, Vice President of Young Professionals of Color, Harrisburg. You're listening to The Spark on WITF. I'm Anaya Falcon.